It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Welcome to The World in 10, where we touch on some of the articles featuring on The Times website from our correspondents and contributors around the world. I'm Jenny Barsby. Coming up in the next 10 minutes, we ask after a turbulent 36 hours, is this the beginning of the end for Vladimir Putin? Also, we hear about the work being done to save us from the antibiotics time bomb. Plus, we meet the UK's best tribute acts. The day that changed Russia. That's how the Sunday Times describes the events of the last 36 hours or so. Yevgeny Prigozhin, the leader of the Wagner mercenary army, called off his assault on Moscow last night after his forces seized one of Russia's biggest cities and came within 120 miles of the capital. The mutiny was the most serious challenge to President Putin of his 23 years in power. And the question the Times of London is asking is, is this the end for Putin? Mark Galliotti is a leading expert on Russian security. He writes today that even if the immediate crisis has been diffused thanks to the intervention of the Belarusian president, Lukashenko, the damage is done. It's a view shared by Dr Donald Jensen, a senior advisor at the US Institute of Peace and a former diplomat at the US Embassy in Moscow. He uh, is the, I would say, the major uh, casualty of the last two days. In Russia, the president of Russia is almost has a, a sacred aura in some respects. All powerful, wise. If, if there are mistakes made, they blame it on his advisors or the noble, nobility historically. And all of a sudden, Putin has not, not been able, apparently, uh, to control his own country. This is extremely damaging. It's Putin's image of strength, which really makes effective his rule. And that's now at stake. And that's the major, I think, the major result of the crisis. Mark Galliotti's piece today also delves into the effect the last 36 hours will have had on Ukraine and its offensive. Kira Ruddick is a Ukrainian MP and she gave the World in 10 an update. We cannot anticipate for our military commander to step out and say, oh, uh, for 24 hours, Russia was not uh, concentrated on the battlefield. And this is why we made those super successful strides. No, I do not think that that's what's going to happen. I think that uh, our military commandment, they used this opportunity, but on all the results, we would know much later when we will be uh, at least a month into the counteroffensive. Mark Galliotti concludes when history records Putin's downfall, it will say the end game began here. Now, as a journalist of some 20 plus years, the fact that myself and my colleagues in the industry have always been able to protect our sources has been the difference between breaking stories or not. To be able to say to someone who in some cases may be risking their lives to blow the whistle that they will remain anonymous is the reason many of the biggest stories have made it to press. But it now appears the European Union wants to change that. 
The bloc has given the green light to allowing spyware to be installed on the computer or phone of a journalist working in the EU as part of any criminal investigation. That ranges from terrorism to music piracy or bicycle theft. What does this mean for journalists? Well, Gabriel Pogren, the Whitehall editor at the Sunday Times, spoke to the world in 10. There's always going to be a fractious and complicated relationship between the state and the media. And, you know, sometimes that antagonism is productive. But where it's not right is where the state, or as in the case of the European Union, a group of states conspires to use the machinery of the state and the intelligence apparatus that only they can avail themselves of in order to, you know, with, by the way, a carte blanche and wide discretion, restrict our ability to gather information and maintain confidential sources, often, uh, as it happens, to scrutinise them. Now, a letter last month from European publishers, broadcasters and journalists trade unions warned that in terms of prohibiting surveillance and protecting sources and communications, these proposals are in fact a step backwards. And Gabriel told The World in 10 what sort of impact this will have on his job. Our ability to protect sources, I don't even know if the word exists to convey how central is to what we do. It is the cornerstone of investigative journalism. I mean, if you can't assure a source that you're going to protect them, then, well, they won't talk to you, and frankly, they shouldn't. Because a lot of the time, we are dealing with people whose livelihoods, whose lives sometimes are at risk um, divulging information to the press. And it is so central that we will always do what we can to protect them. But we can't do that if we know that people are listening to us on our devices. Antibiotic resistance, a legitimate concern for the world of medicine and humanity that one day drugs like penicillin will not work. But researchers are starting to turn back to a century-old treatment that was largely abandoned. It's the study of phages. According to the Sunday Times science editor Ben Spencer, phages are bacteria busters that could save us from the antibiotics time bomb as traditional drugs lose their power. My colleague Amy Gill spoke to Ben about his article. Hi Ben, thank you so much for joining us at The World in 10. So, good viruses. Not something we're used to saying, especially post-2020, but what are phages? So phage therapy is a treatment which uses viruses to kill bacteria. Now, there's millions, trillions of these things, and they can destroy the bacteria in your body. And if it's bacteria that's causing infection, the idea is that this basically can be used as a medicine. And I spoke to one man who has prostatitis, which is an infection in his prostate. And he actually has phage therapy with some success. Um, He went to Georgia to get it. I think that's such an interesting point you bring up about Georgia. It's something you cover in your article because while Western medicine is slowly returning back to phage therapy, it's a little bit of a different story in the East. So over the last hundred years or so, ex-Soviet Union countries have really been the bastion of phage research, particularly Georgia, basically because they didn't have as wide access to antibiotics as we have had in the West. So they've carried on with with phage research. However, with the rise of antibiotic resistance, Western doctors 
are beginning to get more interested. Thanks again for joining us, Ben. Listeners can take out a subscription to The Times to read your article on the Sunday Times website now. Now, there may not be much action on the pitch at the moment, but the transfer window always guarantees plenty of drama off the pitch. And the Sunday Times football correspondent Jonathan Norcroft has an exclusive today on Manchester United's plans. After reaching an impasse in their attempts to sign Mason Mount from Chelsea for £55 million, the club he writes are now looking at other options, including Brighton & Hove Albion's Moises Casido, even though he's valued at £80 million. Jonathan also says United are looking to sign a new centre-forward with possible options at Atlanta, Eintracht Frankfurt and Ajax being considered. If you want to find out more about those options, head to the sports section of The Times Online. Now, before I go, I did want to draw your attention to a great piece in the Sunday Times magazine on tribute acts. Now, you might think they're a bit naff or a bit cheesy, but the ones featured in this article are anything but. This is not just someone in a cheap costume and dodgy makeup crooning at your local boozy, you know. The acts here see paying homage to pop music's great and good as a calling. Take Kelly O'Brien, also known as Dolly Parton. She borrowed £10,000 just to get started. I grew up in Australia. I was a singer dancer and I was doing some comedy and I would do these talent quests and dress up as different people. So I would do Dolly Parton and Kylie Minogue and Liza Minnelli, just all the, these wonderful female um, artists. Kelly says her career highlight was performing at the Singapore Grand Prix in 2010, being paid £10,000 For a 30-minute show, nice work if you can get it. And then there's Katie Ellis, otherwise known as Taylor Swift. She was interviewed by Blanca Schofield for the article who told us what that was like. I'm pretty sure that she has a Chester accent when she speaks. She definitely doesn't have an American accent. But then if you watch videos of her performing, she just really gets into the kind of sound and the movements and the, the vibe of Taylor Swift. So it's really impressive. The piece also has interviews with R.E.M., Kate Bush and Robbie Williams, to name a few more. But I have to admit, the pictures alone are worth the subscription. And that is it for today's World in 10. We're back tomorrow. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.